0: Who is Jesus? This life, this man that we've been studying, who keeps using this phrase, I am. We finally see Jesus in John chapter 10 and verse 36. With the concluding remark, I am the Son of God. What do we know about this Jesus? What do we know about this Joshua, if you will? The variant name of Jesus, he who saves. Jesus says, I am the Son of God. But what does that mean? Why did Jesus say this? I think when we look at the text of John chapter 10 and verse 36, we begin to see an understanding of exactly who Jesus is. This phrase is the culmination of all that Jesus has said. When we consider the different things that Jesus has remarked, I am the way, the truth, and the life. I am the resurrection and the life. I am the bread. I am the shepherd. I am the door. All of these are characteristics of Jesus. But the Son of God is the identity of Jesus. Notice how Jesus communicates this idea. John chapter 10 and verse 36. Jesus says in that passage, Do you say of him, whom the Father sanctified and sent into the world, you are blaspheming? Because I said, I am the Son of God. Jesus is in the midst of a conversation, a confrontation with the Jewish leaders, with the Pharisees, and they are condemning Jesus for blasphemy. And he says, are you saying this because I said I am the Son of God? But I dare you, as you look at the text of John chapter 10, to find the instance, to find the moment in which Jesus said, I am the Son of God. You're not going to find it. It's not there. But it was the implication, the conclusion of something that Jesus said earlier in John chapter 10 and verse 30. Notice what's happening here. Jesus said simply in that verse, I and the Father are one. If we back up a little bit in the context, verse 22 tells us at that time the Feast of Dedication took place at Jerusalem. It was winter. And Jesus was walking in the temple in the portico of Solomon. The Jews gathered around him. And were saying to him, how long will you keep us in suspense? If you are the Christ, tell us plainly. The Jews here is not a reference to the Jews broadly or to the Jewish people. John often uses that phrase, the Jews, to refer to the non-believing Jewish leaders, the Pharisees, the priests. And, and, and that's how John uses that phrase. And so here's Jesus. Imagine what's going on here. He's in the portico of Solomon. That means the porch on the west side, if my memory strikes correctly, of the temple. It's a broad, open space with huge, Columns. It must have been beautiful to be in. But Jesus is in this big open public place, and the Jewish leaders see Jesus there. They rush to him. And I suppose they're not really wanting to know if Jesus is the Christ. This isn't a conversion moment for them. This is a time in which they are trying to confront Jesus. And so they say, Tell us, plainly, are you the Christ? Greek word. For anointed one. The Hebrews, in their Hebrew language, would have used the word Messiah, anointed one. The one that the Old Testament prophets were looking for, the one who is going to sit on David's throne, the one who is special. They don't believe Jesus is that. They're wanting to confront Jesus. And so they say, just tell us plainly. Quit keeping us guessing. Well, Jesus hadn't been keeping them yet. It was plain by his ministry, his works, his actions, his teachings, that that's who Jesus was claiming to be. That's who he was recognized as being. But here they are. They're saying, tell us plainly. Are you the Christ or not? Verse 25. Jesus answered them, I told you, and you do not believe. The works that I do in my Father's name, these testify to me. There's no reason for you guys to be guessing. This is what I've been teaching. But even if I was teaching that and claiming that on my own, you could look at the miracles, the things that I've done, the things that you yourselves have witnessed, the things that other witnesses have reported. They themselves, that is to say those works, those miracles, would tell you that I am the Messiah, that I am that anointed one that was to come into the world. I'm here. But you won't believe my teaching, and you won't believe my work. You are cold, hard, stubborn, stone-hearted people. Now, it doesn't say that in the text. That's just an implication of what Jesus is saying here. Verse 26, he says, but you do not believe, because you are not my sheep of my sheep. Now, remember... John chapter 10 is the context in which Jesus uh, said earlier, as we saw, I am the good shepherd, I am the door. And so he's continuing on that, that analogy of shepherding. He says, you're not in my sheep, you're not in my flock, you're not one of my followers, you're refusing to believe. He says, and I give eternal life to them, that is to say, to my sheep. And they will never perish, and no one will snatch them out of my hand. My Father who has given them to me is greater than all, and no one is able to snatch them out of my hand. I and the Father are one. I want you to look at that phrase. My Father and I are one. It's in a construction...